Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Peace. We are live. This is not a drill. Um, we are in full effect, and we are ahead once again. I know, I know y'all haven't heard from me in a few since so called 2018 started. So, uh, you know, if you celebrated, if this is a New Year's season for you, still much, much um, happy, um, you know, wishes for a happy New Year for you. I hope it is also a powerful, wonderful, beautiful new start if you don't. Definitely um, happy new moon and Capricorn to you guys. I wanted to come to you guys here while the moon is still waxing in the Capricorn new moon season. Yes, I am well aware that the sun is in Aquarius. I know this, but I also know that on January the 16th, we did begin a new lunar cycle and phase um, called the Capricorn new moon season. So, um, a happy, serious alignment for those who, you know, um, um, honored and revered that particular divine uh, alignment as well on the fourth, so um, the third, fourth. So, I mean, we're in this thing. I'm so happy to be um, broadcasting to you lately, late night creeping once again. <laughs> Y'all are going to love this one. I'm definitely jumping in. I'm, I'm going to save all um, calls uh, till the end of the broadcast at this time. I would love to um, hear from you guys. Um, but I definitely do not want to miss it. I'm going to combine the horoscopes and the tarot pool the general tarot pull for us all, the message that Spirit downloaded for me, to me, to share with you guys um, for this super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo. Um, it is actually occurring within the constellation of Cancer, um, but in the, uh, astrologically speaking, it is going to be... Um, degree of, uh, you know, I like to give y'all exact, it is going to be at the 11th degree of Leo, okay? So there's going to be, I'll jump into that more in depth here as we go along. Um, So I'm going to give you guys some insights on that generally, what to expect energetically, um, how this ties to this period right now that we're leading up to. It's coming up in the week ahead, um, this eclipse, this lunar eclipse. So I'm going to help you all tie that into the great solar new moon eclipse in Leo that we had there in August, uh, late August, the 21st, okay, of this past year, 2017. So this is, y'all know by now, if y'all been listening to me, everything runs on a cycle. Nothing happens in a vacuum. Nothing happens in and of itself apart from anything else. Everything is building on the things that have gone on before it, and the cycle continues, okay? So this particular um, super blood full moon lunar eclipse in Leo is the two-week 
season that wraps up for us energetically, spiritually, astrologically the last six months, the last eclipse cycle that began with the great solar new moon eclipse in Leo, um, the, the, the one everybody made such huge deal about. This particular lunar eclipse that is coming up at the very end of January, January the 31st, is the culmination of that event, okay? So we're going to dig into that. Uh, We're going to dig into the week ahead. I want you all to be prepared for next week. It's going to be major. It's going to be a powerful week. It's so major, y'all, that things are already unfolding even now. If you're waiting... (laughs) Once again, nothing happens in a vacuum. If you're waiting for next week to get here, for something to happen, you're going to be on the wrong side of this energy. The energy is here. The energy is now. Um, And I have not been able to hear myself just yet. So hopefully I can be heard. Doing a quick sound check here. And we're going to keep it moving. I'm going to assume until I get confirmation otherwise that I can be heard. Let's go. Before we go too much further, y'all know, y'all know, I got an honor. We get to honor, revere, remember, pay homage to um, our divine, righteous ancestors, those who have come before us. Without them, we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In that same vein, uh, we definitely want to uh, remember and appreciate Brother Ampu for giving us such a divine opportunity to utilize this platform right here on the Energy Flight House Radio Frequency to come at come at y'all. Um, time after time after time, I took a, I took a, a short break. My intention was to take a, my see y'all know life is what happens when you're making plans, right? My intention was to out of all the seasons, out of all the seasons throughout the year, I chose Capricorn New Moon season, the season of hard work, the, the season of responsibilities. I chose that season to take off to, not because I needed a break. I was working. I was working on something for you guys that I mentioned in the very, not the horoscope episode. I may have said something about it, but the last episode regarding Saturn and, um, Saturn's ingress into Capricorn, I let y'all know that I want to come at y'all multiple times throughout the week on some themed type of shows. I was mentioning the crystals. I was mentioning, you know, more of the spiritual aspect and and delving into that. For those who are interested in that, having some shows throughout the week that aren't these week ahead type shows to where we can dig into that um, on a more kind of focused basis. But, you know, Spirit was like, (laughs) oh, you taking Capricorn New Moon season off? Yeah, it's eclipse season coming up, and, you know, it's all kind of stuff going on, and it was just like, you know. And then um, I got a divine opportunity that I want to share with you guys, a treat. If you follow Mama Daughter Astrology on Facebook, you got the memo that there's a treat coming for you guys this episode as well. So 
I had to come back. I had to get get right back on off a break. I'll take a break in the middle of the season. How about that? And um, I, I'm hoping to start next week with the same shows. Um, uh, today is the quarter moon in Taurus, okay? We just, I just told y'all January the 16th, we, it, we uh, started the Capricorn new moon cycle that lasts through the middle of February when we're going to have an Aquarius new moon cycle after that, okay? And so along the journey of this Capricorn new moon cycle, today, tonight, marks the first quarter moon. Look up at the sky. I'm not lying. It looks like it's half of a moon. That's what it appears to the naked eye that it looks like half of a moon. That's called a quarter moon. This happens to be the first quarter moon in Taurus. We're at the halfway point. We're halfway from the Capricorn new moon to the super blood full moon lunar eclipse in Leo. We're halfway there. we got a week left to go, okay? And so I'm coming at y'all ahead of time to hook y'all up with these energies, with the energies of the stars, as well as the energy of the cards, okay? And so um, today, what I intend to do is come to y'all instead of every Wednesday, you know, like I was doing before, or once a week that way, I I would like to come to y'all on these phases of the moon cycles. You would have came to y'all at the um, Capricorn New Moon, some of these guys at the um, quarter moon here in Taurus. I'm going to come to you guys next week at the full moon, moon eclipse. This is such a powerful time to be alive, y'all. And it's a very, very powerful time to be connected. I always admonish y'all to stay connected to my astrology coach. Come on. Stay connected to Mama Dada Astrology and your world healer, the dark and lovely astro tarot goddess. I say that for a reason because we the realest ones I know this out here. I'm not saying that because I'm me and I'm connected to Brother Ampula Minister Juice. I'm telling you this because I know astrology and I, I, I'm connected to other astrologers. I'm connected to them on social media. I follow them on social media. I follow them on YouTube. I, you know, I'm well aware. I follow their blogs. I'm well aware of what they reported out here. And, you know, it may have taken a Capricorn new moon season with a full moon, super blood, full moon, moon eclipse, and Leo for them to get excited for them to expose themselves. Leo is a sign. That this is how you know this super blood full moon's on the eclipse in Leo is a doozy already. That's why I had to come up out of my break to tell y'all about it. This is the real deal, baby. This is not a joke, a game, a drill. This is real. And it's astrologers out here. It it may on the outset not seem like a big deal that everywhere you turn, even major news outlets, everywhere you turn, you hear it. I think people just, it's this culture of just just wanting to have a story, wanting to sensationalize something, wanting to have the scoop 
which is cool. If you got the scoop and it's the truth, it's cool. If you got a, some fake news, if you got a fake, if you got a scoop that's not really a scoop, but it's really a setup for a, a letdown, you know what I mean, then, like I said, it's not a, it's not a big deal. The thing is, it's a lot of people out here calling this super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse, and Leo a blue moon. And it's so sensationalized. Oh, you've heard the term once in a blue moon because it's so rare. <clears throat> it ain't that rare if if y'all calling this a blue moon and all kind of other uh, full moons that are occurring twice in a Gregorian month a blue moon. That's not it. I was watching. That's why I say stay connected. Stay connected to... Um, uh, Hip Hop Astrology TV on YouTube. I'll repeat it. Hip Hop Astrology TV on YouTube. That is a uh, a channel on YouTube uh, that is Brother Ampoo's channel. And it was in one of his broadcast in one of his uh, episodes, and I can't recall exactly which, which one, but it's one of the recent ones. Just go back and catch up on the last three, four episodes because he put out about that many <laughs> within the last week or two. And it was one of them that he said he, he he's the only, he is the only other than me. When he said it, I had been thinking it, but I was just like, well, maybe I'm tripping because I was under the impression a blue moon happens not twice in a Gregorian month, calendar month, but twice in a zodiac sign. Or um, and I think I said on the, on the show or to a mama's baby um, uh, twice in a lunar month, but I meant um, in a zodiac sign. And I looked at I looked at it was bothering me so bad because I kept hearing people say that. And then he corroborated what I was thinking, and I went ahead and dug into you know just some research from some reputable astrologers. And, you know, usually the ones in the other countries <laughs> and the older ones, they know, you know, it seems, you know, like new millennial astrologers would just be saying stuff. They just say whatever they hear somebody else say because it just sounds good. It's, you know, super, super blue blood full moon, lunar eclipse and Leo just sounds a lot more sensational than just super blood full moon, lunar eclipse. It's a blue blood. <laughs> so... I definitely wanted to clear up that misconception. Go ahead and get that out of the way because I love my listeners and my mama's babies too much to have y'all out here looking crazy because y'all believe the hype. Um, You know, I, I, I will always admonish you guys to do the research. I will always admonish you guys to... um You know, don't take anybody's just word for anything. You know, um, look into it yourself. If it's not resonating with you, it started with me just a gut feeling. I was like, "Mm, that don't sound right. I don't think that's right. And sure enough, it was not. Um, So let's move on from that because we got a lot of ground to cover in a very short amount of time, and I would love, love, love to um, take some calls if we have anybody raise their hand um, throughout the show, okay? Um, thank you so much for staying connected for those who do and have. I see y'all in the archives. I see y'all making sure y'all stay up to date and plug in. And it's, it's 
you know, the the prize and the reward is is that act in itself. Okay, it's it's All right, y'all, you know, I hope I can be heard again now um, doing the sound check, but y'all know, y'all know when stuff like that happens that I really need, that's why I said I was going to take calls um, at the end of the show because this has to get out, and, you know, that's just a sign that Okay, perfect. I can be heard. Amazing. I'm back, y'all. I'm I'm back, and we're about to get ahead. Uh, no, but I was just saying that, you know, we appreciate you guys so much that we have a treat for you. I'm going to make this quick announcement, and we can get on about the business of jumping into this week ahead, jumping into this super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse, and Leo week, powerful week that is fast approaching that a lot of the energy is already here. But Brother Ampu um, has has allowed me to give a special treat to every single listener to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology. Um, and I'm just, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that he has opened up this opportunity for us that I I took advantage of it first, okay? So what's going on, and you'll see in the episode information for this particular show, um, the portion, there's a hyperlink for the 2018 Spring Equinox Crystal City Mound Tour in Memphis, Tennessee, okay? And so uh, Brother Ampu, Minister Jude, they've been hosting these trips in different places around the nation for years now, okay? The last one that I went to, we went through Stone Mountain in Georgia, and it was off the chain. It was amazing. Uh, they uh, uh, debuted their book, their first book joint venture together, um, The Spiritual Wisdom for the 21st Century. Y'all see the, um, the picture for it. In the slideshow for every show I've done since then. Um, so that is their book. And, you know, there's so many beautiful things that happen on these trips. This particular trip is in alignment with some things that I've already been talking to y'all about wanting to introduce on this channel. So it's all just lining up so perfectly. And, you know, um, it, it would be at a full moon, super blood full moon lunar eclipse season that we get to roll something like this out. So, um, you know, we're go- the, on the trip, there's going to be opportunities to my, one of the things we're going to be able to do, uh, your, your world, first of all, your world healer, the dark and lovely astro tarot goddess, mama daughter astrology rep, is going to be there live and in the flesh. So it's definitely going to be an opportunity to meet and greet with me personally. I would love to meet you. I would love to shake your hand. I would love to see you real good and appreciate you in person for being such faithful listeners. My, the, our listeners are faithful, and I would love to have that opportunity. So that's number one. Number two, 
you're going to have, we're going to, I can hardly wait, we're going to have an opportunity to mine our own crystals from a sacred site there in the Memphis, Tennessee area. So this is just like, come on, you can go to the spiritual metaphysical shop in your area and, you know, get crystals that other people have, you know, already had and, you know, they came in bulk and it just feels so impersonal as opposed to mining for your own crystals. Oh, hold on, y'all. I just, it's, it's kicking in. It's like kicking in that I'm going to get an opportunity to do this. And if you decide to join us, you will too. Um, so that's happening on the second night. Um, we're going to have divine opportunities to just hang out and have a night out on the town. So that's going to be going on. But um, Prue has the aura and chakra technology to measure your aura, enhance your aura and the chakra technology. He has all the information about that. He's, um, they, he has uh, demonstrated it on numerous occasions um, on himself and others, so it's powerful. I'm going to, I intend to get mine done for the first time. I've been wanting to get it done, and this is just going to be a beautiful opportunity I mean, come on, what do you think my oil is going to be like with me uh, and, the, and, you know, whatever crystals that I handpick out of a crystal mine for myself? Oh, my goodness. I'm just, it's, it's a lot, y'all, to take in because I get really excited about stuff like this. Um, additionally, um, on, another, on a separate day that we mine for the crystals, we're going to have an opportunity to visit an indigenous mound site. Okay, where we're going, there's some pretty amazingly uh, uh, phenomena that takes place at this site, and we're going to be participating in it, okay? We're also going to do a group activation. So this trip is going to be three nights, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. We're going to check in Friday. We're going to check out Monday, okay? And so that that's the treat, y'all. And, oh, no, that's not the treat. <laughs> that's just the trip. The treat is for Mama Dada Astrology listeners, you will be able to get $25 off of the price of the trip. All you have to do is when you go check out, enter Mama Dada, no space, just call together Mama, M-A-M-A Dada, D-A-D-A. When you check out all lowercase, okay, and that's gonna uh, give you a beautiful discount that is not being offered anywhere else. This is the Mama Dada discount coupon code. Um, just our way of saying thank you. Just our way of saying we would love for you to join us. Just our way of saying that it ain't no fun if the listeners can't have none. If our if our our extended family can't join us and have a beautiful time together. I mean, you know, that's and I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to be. We're not going to have no words to describe it. We're going to be high off this trip. I mean, what a way to usher in the spring season, especially when, you know, if you've been following um, following this show, you know that we came into winter solstice season ready to go ahead and hibernate, ready to go ahead and 
and, and harness the energy of, of of this kind of hibernating season in preparation for springtime, okay, in preparation for when we get to break out, spring out, break through into the new astrological year that starts at the spring equinox when Aries season starts, okay? So this is a huge deal. It's a great price for the price. You get the three nights um, and the four days out there, hotel included. You get transportation. Everywhere the group goes, you're going to go transportation included, okay? And so um, what I am offering, this is a, a the bonus treat on top of the treat, y'all. I got your world healer got a bonus treat for you, okay? So for anyone who signs up and utilizes the Mama Dada super duper discount code, um, I am throwing in you can see that in the episode description as well, either free mama's baby services. I'm gonna treat you like a mama's baby for a month. Okay, 30 days. This is a preview, or if you just want to take the month and, and, and just go back to simply being a listener, that's cool too. But for anybody who signs up, uses the Mama Dada discount code, you're going to get either a, a free month of or um, uh, once you confirm your trip, then you can schedule a free tarot reading uh, for, on whatever you know topic or situation or just general a free tarot reading from me. Um, we can do that before the trip. We can do. I'm willing to do it during the trip if we're not doing group activities, or if Brother Ampun Minister Drew don't have something else going on. I'm willing to do it um, anytime you would like. So, I mean, come on, y'all. It ain't Capricorn the Moon season for no reason. And Cap, I, when I was talking all about Capricorn energy before the short break, um, I was telling y'all. Earth sign energy. Capricorn is an earth sign. When we're in a season of earth, expect to manifest things physically, a physical crystal that you get to go mine for. Physically, you know, receiving uh, services. Like it's also earth has to do with money a lot of times because it's material and physical, okay? And so here you are getting $25 off of the price of the trip. Here you are getting services um, that that could range up to a, a, like 100 bucks, you know, from uh, Your World Healer for free, for free, just a treat and a bonus, okay? So I'm making a big deal out of it, obviously, because I'm going. <laughs> That's a big deal to me. Um, I, I, I miss going on the trips, and I hadn't been on one since I, we went to um, uh, Stone Mountain. And so I'm just happy to be going, and I'm happy to be able to offer uh, these types of discounts, deals, treats, and services to you. Okay, if you have any questions, there's a link in the episode description as well to email me. Please do. Don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions, concerns, or um, just want to chop it up and, you know, on, on something else, then we can do that too. All right, y'all. Uh, the FYI, uh, if you're going to pay in full, um, that deadline is, well, I'll put it to you like this. If you can do... Uh, you can break it up into two payments. 
and that first payment for the trip would be due February the 16th. That's your deposit to hold your place, and the final payment would be due no later than March the 9th, okay? That's what I've got for y'all on that, and with the hour and 15 minutes left, <laughs> it's on, okay? All right, y'all, so let's jump into the week ahead. Um you know, like I said, currently we're at this quarter moon here in Taurus, and so things are coming up. Things are coming up. Things are coming up to be dealt with on the journey to the full moon lunar eclipse. I mean, come on. If a regular full moon is about things culminating, things coming to light, y'all know people start ticking and, you know, stuff, people get really, it's an emotional time at, at these full moons. What do you think it's going to be like at a, at a super blood full moon lunar eclipse as opposed to just a regular full moon. It's going to be intense. It's going to be intense, okay? And so um, this quarter moon in Taurus is this divine opportunity to really embody the overall energy that Spirit gave me in this tarot pool for the super full, super blood full moon lunar eclipse in Leo, which is this energy of determination. Taurus is the energy where you can, okay, be real stubborn at this time and say, nope, I don't want to change. I don't want to do anything different than what I've been doing. I don't want to budge, okay, on the way to <laughs> this full moon lunar eclipse. Or today, this is the energy of this Taurus moon that we're under, this um, quarter moon in Taurus that we're under, you can raise the vibration of being stubborn and turn that fixed energy into one of determination. Be fixed about that. Be fixed about your determination to embrace change in whatever form is required. Okay, the sun's in Aquarius. I know we're in a Capricorn new moon season. I know this. The sun is in Aquarius, though. Aquarius is governed by Uranus, the planet of change, the planet of breakthrough. If you're needing a breakthrough in this season, guess what? It's not going to come by you being stubborn. That's the message that's going on right now with a week left until this full moon, lunar eclipse, super blood moon uh, is exact. So you have a choice um, for the tarot pools that came up for each of the signs. That two of swords came up a couple times for, for some of y'all. So that energy is in the air, that energy of, the, of needing to make a decision uh, and come up out of this stalemate, it's in the air. And it's, so it's being further corroborated that what I'm saying about this quarter moon, this final week, before this eclipse comes is real and it's true. And with this overall card for the eclipse coming up as the nine of wands, it's showing me that we need to turn this stubborn energy on it and be determined, be determined towards our goal. What goals did you set for this Capricorn new moon season? This is the season. Capricorn is the energy of goals, of ambition, of, you know, making progress, of uh, being determined to succeed. So 
the Nine of Wands definitely wants us to, yes, continue to be patient, but in our patience, continue to be uh, persistent and persevere, okay? Continue to be willing to take and make decisive actions. Take decisive actions toward your goal. Take decisive action towards what you're wanting to be successful at. Capricorn in this new moon season is saying it's not going to come because you wish upon a star. It's going to come because you not only had a made-up mind, um, the Capricorn mind is one that is serious. It takes things seriously, okay? It's one that is, uh, it's, uh, not only is it serious, but it's mature. I knew it was the M word. It, couldn't, it wouldn't come out. But this Capricorn New Moon season also wants us to grow up and be mature, exude maturity in the decisive action that we're taking. I know you don't want to, you don't want to, uh, you know, you don't want to fess up about something. You don't want to, uh, you know, do the mature adult thing and, and, you know, go to somebody that you've wronged and make it right. But this is coming up because instead of being stubborn about it, we're being challenged right now. That's what quarter moons are. It's a 90-degree angle. That's a square. We're being tested and challenged right now on this journey. See, this full moon lunar eclipse, super blood moon in Leo, it can either be, you know, it can be a hot damn mess. There ain't no other way to say it. It can be a hot, dirty mess, a showdown on the lowdown, or it can be a real opportunity to shine with an open and generous heart. Um, the fact that it is still in the midst of the constellation of cancer, even though astrologically it's in the sign of Leo, to me that just means um, I had seen something earlier in the week that when these signs are right next to each other, they almost can't be a lot different, you know, the ones that are right next to each other. So, for instance, Cancer and Leo, they're right beside each other. So you're really not going to get a lot different from a Leo who's got an open heart and who's generous and, you know, just shine and rule by the sun and cancer, ruled by the moon and kind of closed off in its shell, you know. And so um, to me that is saying that on this at the time of this full moon, at this during this full moon season, the week leading up to it, the two weeks that um, encompass the the full moon season, we're going. It's going to be one or the other. It's going to be one or the other. You're either going to roll into this into next week just stubborn as a mule, just just bound and determined to keep the status quo, get your way, have the last word, okay. Or, you know, be right, or you're going to roll into this season open and ready for change, willing to do what it takes, put in the the hard, hard, smart work, grow up, step into your divine maturity and responsibility, parent yourself, um, pare down, uh, 
set standards, restrictions, get organized structure, healthy boundaries. Okay, it's not. It's not, it's going to be very black or white. You you will know. You're probably getting a real a intuitive hit now on the journey to next week. Which side of that line you're on? These tarot pulls I've done for each sign are going to help you kind of figure that out too, as well as the astrology for your sign. So let me keep going. Um, we start off next. Uh, I'm covering Sunday, January the 28th through Saturday, February the 3rd. Okay, we're already that quick. We've already gone through a Gregorian month uh, in 2018 calendar. So. Y'all know time is fine. It ain't waiting for nobody. These cycles are still rolling, and you can be stubborn if you want to, or you can shift with the shift. You can shift with the cycles as, you know, you can shift with nature, or you can, baby, hold fast to a hot, dirty mess and go down with the dang Titanic if you want to. You can go down playing your little violin, talking about it ain't going to sink. <laughs> We're going to be all right. Or you can get your hips on a on a, a a lifeboat and and sail away, sail off into this next cycle. See, this is why the lunar, the super blood, full moon lunar eclipse in Leo is so vital of vital importance. This whole two week season that we're about to embark upon is so vitally important. It's because y'all life don't stop when this two weeks is over. We we're going to then roll right on into a solar eclipse to set off the ahead. Super blood full moon lunar eclipse in Leo is wrapping up the last six months since the great new moon solar eclipse in Leo. Solar eclipse in Aquarius on February 15th sets off the next six months, okay? That's it. Y'all know if y'all fool with me during the 21-day challenge, during the Pisces uh, 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 lunar eclipse, Pisces eclipse a year ago. I didn't consciously do it on purpose, but y'all know spirit, spirit ain't going to let me falter, <laughs> especially me being connected to y'all, um, you know, in such a beautiful leadership role. Spirit had me lead y'all in that 21-day challenge during the Pisces eclipse last year because what I didn't consciously have an awareness of until it was all said and done, and we be at the very next one, is that what's so beautiful and powerful about a new beginning is the way that you have an ending that precedes it. What's going to be so powerful and beautiful and wonderful and, and rewarding about the next six months ahead that includes this spring equinox Crystal City Mound tour trip with your world healer and Brother Ampu and Minister June is that how we finish off this last six months is that critical going to make it so good is our willingness now to go on and start shifting. 
we can't wait until February 15th. Oh, we're we're not going to, you know, do anything different. We're not going to, you know, make any different decisions. We're not going to go. I I wasn't going to come back. Y'all know Spirit always used me as the prime and first example to show y'all the way back up. That's why I say a leader. I'm not a leader because I'm so awesome and, you know, God just likes me more. And, no, I'm a leader because I get to go through it first. That's why this show is built on the premise of being ahead of time because Spirit going to take me through it first. So I don't come here giving y'all rhetoric. So I don't come on here talking about something I know nothing about. So I don't come on here just saying what every other astrologer is saying and be dead wrong. I'm coming to y'all on the authority of being taken through it first so I can tell you what I know. And I don't have to stutter and I don't have second guess and I don't have to renege and come back and say, oh, I got it wrong, y'all. I think I said that one time and I literally misstated a date and had to come back the next show and tell y'all I said that song. So this is the real deal. How we wrap up this, this last six months is critical. It's so critical. Spirit gave us not just a lunar eclipse. It could have just been a lunar eclipse. We have those all the time. It could have just been a lunar eclipse. No. <laughs> Spirit gave us a super blood lunar eclipse. And unfortunately, it's a lot of people running around here trying to make it just a little bit more. It's already got the super blood on it, but they're trying to throw that blue on it and make it more than what it is. But it's already so much, y'all. So take the energy, the energy of Leo like I said, it's going to be one of two ways, and the cards corroborate it. Um, this is what was so interesting about the cards, because when I was shuffling for the general pool, cards just started flying out. And the cards that flew out, I really could do the reading on the cards that flew out alone, because that's when, when I saw these, I said, uh, <laughs> I said, uh. That's what's up. That's what it is. And then the car, the pool I ended up getting, uh, it further corroborated it. So either way you slice it, spirit is saying the same thing that I just told y'all. When the Ten of Cups came out and the Three of Swords came out, I say, uh, now that's two opposing energies. I just got to tell y'all it's going to be one or the other, black or white, opposing energies, full moon, opposition, opposing energies. Spirit know what it's doing? You got, okay, it's a full moon in Leo. On one side, you got the sun in Aquarius. On the other side, you got the moon in Leo, right? So look at these cards that flew out. On one side, you have the Ten of Cups. The Ten of Cups, y'all know that's that Pisces card. That's that card of, ooh, you know, dreams coming true. What? How do you want it? How do you feel? You know, Ten of Cups is that come and get it. This is like top of the, you know, hopes, wishes, dreams, what you want. This is the family. This is joy. This is love. This is just 
perpetual success and fulfillment, long-term relationships, okay? Beautiful, beautiful card. And then, of course, the other card that flew out was the three of swords. And y'all know that is, I wasn't lying to y'all when I said it. Y'all know that's the exact opposite energy of what I just said. The three of swords is betrayal. The three of swords is heartbreak. Y'all seen the picture, that heart with them three swords digging in it? The three of swords is painful growth. The three of swords is trauma and sorrow. It's a Saturn card, come on, in the sign of relationship. So how opposite is Saturn in the sign of relationship than this energy of relationships that are long-term and fulfilling and peaceful and joyful and happy? To that, uh, one more card popped out. This is not the spread that I ended up getting, but Spirit just wanted me to share it with y'all to show y'all that even on some oops cards, it done popped out. It's not even the final reading. The Spirit can still just relay the same message with some different cards. And so when I saw those two opposing energies pop out, I said, well, goddamn, we got to do that. It's a choice to be made. That inherently and intuitively just came up in me, and then the page of wands popped out. So that let me know that this page is like an initiating energy. That's what we got to do. Like I told y'all, these two of swords came up for a couple of the signs. I'm going to tell y'all about those here in just a second. But... That and and these two opposing energies said, well, God damn, we're going to have to make a decision. We're going to have to initiate something. This is not going to be a full, a super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse, where you just sit around waiting on something to happen. Well, I wonder what's going to happen. Ooh, it's an eclipse. I bet, ooh, it's something going to happen. We're either sitting around looking scared and fearful. Oh, I hope nothing happened to me. I hope nothing happened to my family. I hope nothing bad happened. Or just that's so passive and powerless and pitiful. <laughs> and so it's not about being afraid and it's not about being passive, sitting around waiting on something. I wonder what's going to happen. No, no. This is Capricorn New Moon season. The sun is in Aquarius wanting us to have a breakthrough, be, uh, utilize our unique originality, our, our inventiveness, our genius, our um, openness to change, our willingness to change, insights, revelations. When we get insights and revelations that this is Aquarius energy I'm describing here, we don't get it. People who have invented things, they didn't. George Washington Carver didn't come up with a 200-plus ways to flip a datgum peanut and just sit on it. No, he got those ideas. He got those witty, inventive ideas, genius ideas, and he did something about it. He broke through the barrier of a peanut just sitting on the table, and he looked at that peanut. He said, "Oh, I can flip that. <laughs> I can. I can really break through." And so, that's what we're being encouraged to do. This page of wands popped out 
to, for the, the page of wands is the card of the entrepreneur. Know any entrepreneurs? They the main ones that's not sitting around waiting on nothing. They get a beautiful, witty, inventive idea of a, of a business, of, of, of a service provide, and they start acting on it. The fact that I'm on this show, the fact all of my mama's babies know, come on. This was born out of a, a idea. It was in my head before I was on this air with hundreds of listeners. It was in my head before I'm literally sitting here week in and week out for years now. Years. That's how you know it's the real deal when you got teeth in the game, when you got longevity in this thing. I just told y'all the Ten of Cups, that's that long-term fulfillment. That's that, that's that joy and happiness that lasts. My, you think my mama's babies ain't happy and been fooling with me for years? I'm happy too. Why do you think I keep coming back for more? On the air, with them, week in, week out, reports, consultations, tarot pools, uh, miscellaneous services just as spirit leads, just because your world healer is not bound by cards or charts. We get it in. So this page of one is that very entrepreneurial, creative, enthusiastic, confident, and courageous energy. This is the energy of this free spirit. What is your spirit? When you come to the point where these ten of hearts, ten of, um, of cups, and three of swords opposing energy, black and white, uh, choice to be made one or the other, sun versus moon, Literally, Cancer and Leo, Cancer being ruled by the moon, Leo being ruled by the sun, full moon where the moon is opposite the sun, black or white, right or left. Which one are you going to choose? Choose the one you're the most passionate about. I have a feeling you're not really that passionate about being I mean, some people may be. I done met some, so I ain't going to act like people can't be passionate about being stubborn. I'm not going to act like people can't be passionate about having their own way, being right, having the last word, uh, not give in. I'm they're going to look at me like I'm weak. If I, uh, if I uh, apologize, if I admit I was wrong, then they're going to look at me like I gave in, like I caved, like I'm the weak one. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, at a super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo, really? You sure? It is in Leo now. I know it's in the conflict. It, it's there. If you look at the sky map and all that stuff, it's in the area of the constellation of Cancer. But astrologically speaking, it's in Leo. And Leo is the sign of an open heart. <laughs> so you tell me which direction, you, which one you think you're supposed to choose. You tell me which one you think you can be the most courageous and confident, enthusiastic, and creative about. You tell me this is the card of the one who is admired and adored. You tell me which decision you're going to end up, that you're not going to end up making when the full moon, super blood, full moon, eclipse, and Leo comes next week but the one that you're starting to make even now at the quarter moon in Taurus tonight that is, de- that is demanding 
that you turn a corner, that is demanding that you shift and make necessary adjustments and that you meet the testing and challenging energy head on courageously, bravely, enthusiastically, creatively, make it a game. Leos like to play games. Leos want to have fun. Leos want to enjoy themselves and live from an open heart. Make it a game. Challenge yourself. I admonish another one of my mama's babies to do the same thing. Make it a game. Challenge yourself. Like, I bet you can't, bet you won't apologize. <laughs> Bet you won't go ahead and be the one to reach out. Admit your part. It takes two to have an opposition. We talk about full moon, lunar eclipse here. It takes two to have a tug of war. It takes two to be at odds. It takes two to be in conflict, as the title of this show suggests. That's why I called it what I called it. Leo, super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse, eclipse. Conflicting emotions, abbreviated emos, conflicting emotions need careful action. This is not, you don't, you, you don't want to be wilding out at a full moon anyway. You know people be ticking. That's why they call it the lunatics, lunar ticks, lunar, lunar full moons. You don't want to be wilding out at a full moon anyway. You damn sure don't want to be wilding out at a Leo super blood full moon lunar eclipse. First, let me break that down real quick. First of all, it's Leo. <laughs> if you know anything about Leos, most of your actors and actresses, a lot of your actors and actresses are Leos. Why? Because Leo is the sign of the drama the dramatists, the dramatic ones, the ones that want to be on the stage, the ones that that is are not shying away from the spotlight. So you not if you if you trying to wild out now, number one you're not gonna be the only one, and it may be somebody who want to wild out a little bit more than you do and want their time to shine, and they want to outshine you, and they're not walking in their Capricorn maturity grown woman or man-ish, and they don't give a dang, they haven't learned their lesson about why, especially in a sensitive season like this, that they need to step up and do the mature thing, do the responsible thing, parent themselves and do the, and restrict themselves and set boundaries and create structures in their life for progress and success and rewards. Maybe they don't know that. And so trust me, if you want to wild out, you might run up on somebody that want to wild out a little bit more than you. Okay, first, that's first. Secondly, it's a super moon, okay? Technically, that just means that from the earth standpoint, you know, it means a lot more things energetically, spiritually, but just from the mundane level, physically speaking, it's just from earth's vantage point, it's going to appear bigger in the sky. The the last full moon we had was a super moon the first one, uh, the very first one that we set off January with and why people think, people erroneously think that January is, uh, that this one on the 31st is a, is a blue moon because they think it means having two full moons in a Gregorian calendar month, and it just does not. <laughs> Before old Gre- Gre- Gregory had a calendar, 
there was a thing called Blue Moons, and it had nothing to do with Gold Gregory. It had something to do with zodiac signs and constellations. So, um, so that's number two. Third thing is the blood moon factor. Um, you know, depending on where you are, it's kind of like the eclipse. You may look up out at the full moon on the night of, and it may not appear that blood red hue tint to it. So that in that way, it's kind of like the eclipse. Depending on where you are, you'll get the vantage point to see that aspect of this super blood moon. And then additionally, like I said, just the fact that it's a full moon, people are going to be picking. You, you want to you outpick somebody, or do you want to have on the journey to this super blood full moon lunar eclipse, do you want to be mastering your emotions? That's why I put that in the tagline for the show, not the title, but the tagline where I'm saying, you know, fool around with us, and we're creating content to give you real practical tools to master these energies instead of being taken out, wiped out, overcome, feeling like you're at the mercy of, well, it was the full moon, and you know how I get at the full moon. I can't help myself. I just got the chicken, and I didn't know. I couldn't put the brakes on it, no. And then the fact that it's an eclipse. I done gave y'all one, two, three, four. This is the fifth reason why it's just a really good idea for you to take even now seriously on the way there. Eclipses have impact and effect up to six months before and six months um, after. And the fact that they happen every six months, that's just here to tell you uh, they all connected. That's why I started out this show saying this full moon, lunar eclipse, super blood moon in Leo is directly connected to the great new moon eclipse in Leo that we had back in August 23rd. And it's going to be uh, and so, and it's connected to this next six-month cycle that's starting February the 15th with the solar eclipse in Aquarius, okay? So, you know, conflicting emotions need careful action. That's why I wanted to go through all that so I could show you why you don't need to just haphazardly wilding out. See, it, this ain't going to be nothing new. Now, it may be something that you don't expect or didn't expect that has to see, well, we don't want to change, <laughs> and we, I don't care who you know, I don't care who you are. You may not want to change, but it's going to some alignment, some transit, some super blood, lunar eclipse may just may come along and give you <laughs> what you need, uh, the motivation and the inspiration to go ahead and make some changes, to go ahead and take some careful action. Be real careful. I put that intentionally because I want to remind y'all to be careful. Be careful, full of care, care, full of the self-care for yourself. Be sensitive. Be compassionate with yourself. Um, I've mentioned to y'all the overall card I got for the uh, the, the uh, Super Blood, Full Moon, Lunar Eclipse, and Leo Tarot spread being the nine of wands because I wanted to remind y'all 
the flippant, stubborn energy that this um, quarter moon in Taurus is definitely initiating tonight. Um, the moon's going to be in Taurus, just FYI. Um, the moon's going to be in Taurus. It went in there today. I do know that. Yep. As of 7.39 a.m. Central today. And it's going to be in Taurus until 11.40 a.m. Central on Friday. So today, tomorrow, um, half about half of Friday, any way that you feel like you want to keep things how they've been, know that that's an enemy to your soul, an enemy to your progress, an enemy to your success, an enemy to the rewards that Capricorn New Moon season is here to bless you with. The only thing that happens at, at full moons is not just that people be ticking, okay? Y'all know if y'all been fooling with me for any length of time, full moons are amazing for manifestation. Check out your local, uh, your uh, uh, your farmer's almanac that has astrological information in it, been in it all the time that they've been come, uh, being published. See, the religious people won't want you to think astrology is a sin and you're going to go to hell for learning about these planets. But farmers have been following it since for, for eons. It's the very moon and stars that have guided not just farmers but people along their way, path, and journey for eons. And so the farmers use it for, yes, plant, that's, that's why I use strategically and specifically use these terms when I talk to y'all about these lunar phases. Planting seeds since the Capricorn New Moon season started on January the 16th. What seeds have you been planting? Okay, that's why I don't follow Gregory Nim. I'm not worried about when two, so-called 2018 started. I'm not focused on that because, you know, we were doing major energetic things at the winter solstice, December 21st. We're going to be doing major things at this spring equinox um, at the Crystal City Mount Tour with Brother Uncle Minister Jew and your world healer. This is no, this, we, we didn't just want to go on a trip, on a vacation. This is strategic. This is, we're aligning ourselves with energies here. This is not a game. We're manifesting not in happenstance. Oh, we just so happened to, I just so happened to manifest, you know, some money I need. I just so happen to manifest. I'm talking about I've been manifesting. I took Capricorn New Moon season seriously. <laughs> That's why I was talking to y'all about this energy before I took my wannabe break. I was talking to y'all. You can go back the link to the show for Saturn and Capricorn from 2017 to 2020 is in the link in the episode description at the very bottom. Click here to catch up on the last show. Um, I was talking then about this Capricorn energy, the, this, the self-same, very self-same Capricorn energy that we're in a new moon season of right now today since January 16th, that this Taurus court, first quarter moon is a phase of that, that, is occur, that occurred already tonight. So I'm saying that to say Take these lunar phases seriously, just like the farmers took them seriously. 
the uh, I believe this full moon coming up is called, gonna is called the farmers called it a wolf moon. W O L F. Look it up. Check into that. They they took this stuff seriously because it was by, not just the fact that it was a full moon, but which full moon was it? That's how that's what let them know what they could expect to harvest. That's what let them know what they could expect to reap as a direct result of their efforts during the planting season like the one we're in now. January 16th, the new moon in Capricorn set off a cycle of planting with the waxing of the moon. As the moon grows, you know, it doesn't grow. We know that. We know that it's an illusion and it just appears. We, we see more, the, from our visibility, we see more and more between January the 16th and this full moon coming up next week. We, uh, on the last day of January, the 31st, uh, 7.27 a.m. Central, okay? From January 16th to January 31st, the moon is in a waxing phase. It appears to be growing. The light is shedding more and more light until it goes completely full. It ain't going to shed no more light than it's going to shed on the 31st. That's it. And then from that point, it's going to begin to wane and decrease the amount of light it's shedding until it goes all the way back to new. When it goes back to new this next time around, it's going to be the solar eclipse in Aquarius, okay? So these are between this lunar eclipse, super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo, and the solar eclipse next, uh, next month in February, these are critical times energetically and spiritually that we're living in. So take it seriously. That's why I say careful action, okay? I say conflicting emotions because you're going, you, you're going to be conflicted. You're likely going to be conflicted. I'm already experiencing it. Like, okay, dang, last full moon in cancer, I released this, that, and the third, and it's trying to come back around. I thought I released that, you know? And so there's this conflict. Conflict don't have to be nothing dramatic, even though here at this Leo lunation, it probably will be, especially if you're not vibrating on the higher octaves of Leo. Leo don't have to be dramatic and crazy and wild. Leo can be this generosity that shares love, that has an open heart, that enjoys itself. That's why I say full moons don't just have to be about ticking. That's low vibrational. You can raise that up, and it can be about manifesting something really beautiful, something that's really warm, that Leo is ruled by the sun, manifesting something that's really powerful, that, that, that exudes success. So I was mentioning that, uh, because, and I'm glad that I, I'm mentioning it, uh, finishing what I was starting to mention at this very time that I'm talking about Leo because the present position card that Spirit gave me is the ace, the ace of cups. That's a heart card. I'm sitting here talking about the generosity and the sharing energy and the open. Leos want to share because they want everybody. The Leo, a Leo, the Leo motto ought to be, it ain't no fun if everybody can't have some. Leo, Leo's want to throw a party. They want everybody to come. They want everybody to have fun. Low vibrational Leo will, yeah, they can be real dramatic and they can, <laughs> you know, it can be a whole nother show. It can be a whole nother party. 
if you get one that's low vibrational. But this Ace of Cups really talks about this being a season that we're embarking upon of just 100% pure love, of abundance, of troubles lifting, okay, of happy news of beginnings of love. And and we all know, if you've been following me, if you fool with me, we know that the beginnings of love start with self. Love yourself enough. Love yourself enough to make, uh, in, in the midst of conflicting energies, to make decisions, take decisive action that puts you first, okay, that keeps you in mind first. You're, you're going to go and you're going to do the responsible, mature thing by initiating a conversation where you're, you know, acknowledging things that you've done, you know, that wasn't the best. Because, like I said, you sitting up here thinking you're going to come off as weak. Baby, that's one of the strongest, most powerful on some old Leo King royal type stuff that you can do is love yourself en- en- enough put yourself on the throne of your life enough and revere, honor, respect yourself enough to say, I'm not going to have any uh, 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 um, loose ends from the last six months at a time of a super blood full moon lunar eclipse when I'm supposed to be tying stuff off from the last six months, wrapping stuff up, Um, you know, things that are culminating around leading up to next week. Just dealing with them head on. Leos are not afraid. They got hearts, and we got an ace of hearts in the present position, the ace of cups for a reason because there's obviously going to be emotional. I got emotional in the title, and this is a card of emotional force. This card ain't no punk. Don't let an ace of cups fool you. Don't let a Leo Oh, you. Yeah, they want to have fun. They want to party. They can be some of the most kindest, open-heartedest people that you know. But cross one, if you want to, low vibrational, they, you, it'll be the drama of your life. You will never forget it. So we get to choose. We're coming into it, the past, the past card that we're coming into this full moon, uh, super blood full moon lunar eclipse season with is the four of wands. More of this fire, passionate energy, and this is the passionate energy of stability. That's why I say careful. This is not wild for once. It's a fire card, but it's Venus in fire, Venus in Aries. It's fire that you want. It's fire that is stable, not like a wildfire tearing up half of California. This is control fire, stable fire. This is the card of improvement, you know, especially domestically, especially on the home front, especially emotionally. You're coming from a place of emotional stability. That's what's going to position you to make these difficult, likely difficult decisions that are for your highest good and for the highest good of those that you've been involved with. We are wrapping up a six-month cycle here. This sitting, that's why I say it's probably not going to be nothing out, out the blue. This is stuff that you already know what's going on and you already know what you need to do and you're just coming from a place now of emotional stability and emotional force to do it. That's why it's a Capricorn new moon because you're making the responsible decision. 
the adult decision. You're putting your big girl panties and your big boy drawers on, and you're doing what you got to do to be the king. You're doing what you got to do to be the queen in your own life. You're not doing this for nobody else. You're doing it for you as the Leo. That they're ruled by the sun. Everything revolves around the sun. They're not doing it for others. They're doing it for them. That's what we have to embody. We get to embody. And I know it has an emotional tone to it because when I flipped over the bottom of the deck, I saw the Eight of Cups, which is another, it's a Pisces card. So you know that's the last sign. So you know this um, lunar full moon, you could spirit it on the way out the door. Just in case you didn't think it was about ending things, wrapping things up, let me go ahead and throw out the, at the bottom of the deck a card about moving on, walking away. Walk, and not just walking away like, oh, I wonder if I made that. Walking away from If it makes you unhappy, that's a clear-cut answer. It's, this is a card of withdrawing to find yourself, more Leo energy. It's about you. If you're sitting up worried about the other person, how they're going to think, how they're going to feel, how they're going to react, how they're going to respond, what they're going to do, you're in the wrong energy. So this is a card of emotional maturity, more of this Capricorn new moon energy just being further reiterated by spirit. And the only card I haven't mentioned to y'all about the general spread for everybody is this future card. And I love it. It's literally the card of Aquarius, which governs the future. And it's in the future position, you hear me? And, you know, we have, I just got to telling y'all, this month is the uh, new moon in Capricorn, and next month is the solar new moon eclipse in Aquarius. So, you know, when I, t- the cards don't, when I tell y'all my cards don't lie, that it just proves itself over and over again. The spirit is so beautiful like that to grace us with these powerful, accurate, on-time messages. So the energy that we're walking into with this uh, full moon lunar eclipse, super blood moon in Leo, is this energy of, once again, like I said, with the page of wands, what I tell y'all, this, it's an initiatory energy, and this seven of swords in the future position further corroborates that this card is reminding us to use our, our mental initiative and our mouth. When I see swords, I think of mind, mental, and I think of mouth, communication. So that's why I was saying earlier I was already channeling. I hadn't even looked at this card yet, and I was already channeling that it may be, if you're hearing this message, you're the one. You're the one that needs to go say something. You're the one that needs to make amends before we get to this full moon, super blood, full moon lunar eclipse. You're the one that needs to uh, to apologize. You're the one that needs to. It, it may not be something you've done wrong. It just may need to be something you need to cut off with this eight of cups at the bottom of the deck, something that you need to heal from, walk away from, some facts you need to face. It may not even have to do with you doing something with another person. It may be, once again, the energy is on Leo. The energy is on self. The energy is on you. The energy, the, the focus is on you. And Leo is ruled by the sun, and the sun governs our ego. 
So don't let your ego get in the way and keep you in conflict either with somebody else or conflict within yourself. Use your initiative. Use your mind. Rely on your wits. Find a way to get what you want. The sun governs what we want. The moon governs what we need. So the sun governing Leo, governing what we want. Find a way to get what you want. This seven, of course, don't have to be somebody seeming, lying, sneaking on you. This can, this is a card for me in the in the context of this reading for sure anyway, of us discovering our secret weapon. Discovering our secret weapon. There's a... Um, there's the the Aquarius context that I this is the Moon in Aquarius card, and this is the card of triumphing over adversity, beating the enemy at their own game by being alert, being smart, relying on your wit, understanding and understanding that any obstacles you're facing they're within you. This is the card of obstacles being within the self. If you have an enemy, trust me, it's the enemy within. And that's why it's going to be that mind that you got, you don't need nobody else, that mind you got and that mouth that you got to access your smart, access your wit, and do what you got to do. This is also the card of running away. Um, and so that may have a connection to this Eight of Cups at the bottom of the deck. Maybe, you know, what if you're in an abusive situation? This When I see these two in a combo, I'm thinking, okay, you need to walk away. You need to run away from unhappiness, and you may have to be sneaky about doing it. You may not, you know, you may have to sneak out. You may have to pack up and move while they're at work. You may have to lie your way out of a situation that is dangerous from you didn't I, told y'all this is the card of beating the enemy, so I'm saying that some of y'all may have an enemy that y'all need to run with the power of this super blood full moon lunar eclipse, helping you wrap it up. It may be longer than the last six months that you're having, having to wrap it up from, but I'm telling you, I'm, I'm emphasizing the energy and the power of these cards that I'm about to with the last a little less than 30 minutes left. I'm going to go ahead and and get into uh, get into these tarot pools for the individual signs. Now, let me mention this as well. Um, I won't get into the random astrology for next week. Um, uh, one, the only thing that's kind of worth mentioning it is a Mercury square to Uranus that we start the week off with, and so um, this may help you too with this. Uranus that Mercury is squaring governs this Aquarius with this moon in Aquarius card we got for the future position. So once again, there's energy for cha- changes here, baby. That's why I'm telling y'all be open to the change. Um, but the Mercury uh, definitely, they're, they're both mental energies, Mercury and Uranus, and they're squaring each other. So stay on task. Don't allow yourself to be distracted. Stay focused. Uh, Pare down with this Capricorn energy and restrict any potential distractions. Um, I was uh, somebody was trying to distract me before I even got on the air, and I wasn't gonna let them do it. I told them um, you can contact me tomorrow or later in the week because I 
it's this is I started off the show telling y'all this is not a drill, it's not a game, it's not a joke. This is the real deal, baby. And so Mercury Square Uranus is kind of talking about that. Definitely when it comes to communication, Mercury rule. When it comes to travel, Mercury rule. When it comes to plans, paperwork, um, you know, things can happen. Uranus sudden and unexpected, and the square is a challenge. So I'm admonishing you to stay open-minded, stay flexible, stay adaptable, stay ready for change. Expect, just do yourself a favor and expect change. You got Mercury square Uranus. You got a super blood full moon lunar eclipse. You got this card in the future position of the moon in Aquarius. So get real comfortable and familiar with change now. That's why I'm admonishing you at this Taurus quarter moon. It's not going to benefit you to be stubborn about changing. It's going to benefit you to be determined like this nine of wands card that governs the entire energy. It's going to behoove you to be patient with change, to be determined to change with the changes and shift with the shift and cycle through these cycles and persevere and, and take decisive action. That's how you get ahead of Uranus energy. You ain't waiting on change. You initiating change. That's why I said that seven of Swords is using your initiative. Spirit is trying to tell you through these cards. Spirit is trying to tell you through this astrology. You might want to listen. It's not a drill. We do have a uh, a, a couple of void moon uh, times coming in the week ahead. I thought I should mention it. Sunday, uh, January the 28th, 4.39 a.m. Central, for seven hours and 18 minutes, the moon is void. The moon doesn't enter cancer until 12 p.m. on Sunday, okay? Um, on Tuesday, January the 30th, 1040 a.m. Central, the, the moon opposes Mercury and goes void for two hours and 13 minutes. It does not enter Leo until 12.53 p.m. Central time. And, and, you know, do things accordingly. Y'all know if you've been listening to me during void moons, you're not... You're not going on a brand new, you're not meeting up with somebody you just met. You're not doing, uh, having a heavy, you know, don't do the, if you got to ask for forgiveness or whatever, don't do that during the void moon time. Ain't nothing going to come of it. You're not doing an interview during a void moon. You're not doing, you're not making a, a large purchase during a void moon. Don't do it. You're just going to be the only one mad. Um, the moon does enter Leo finally at 12.53 p.m. Central on Tuesday. The eclipse is 7.27 a.m. Central on Wednesday. Mercury enters Aquarius. That's another reason this Aquarius card more than likely has come up in the future position because Mercury, when Mercury enters Aquarius, y'all, on Wednesday at 7.39 a.m. Central, Mercury, the mind that I just got through talking about because Mercury square and Uranus is starting off the week ahead, uh, it's, it's still this Mercury-Uranus interplay with the Mercury square Uranus starting the week off, and then here's Mercury-Uranus interplaying again on Wednesday early rising because Mercury is entering Uranus-ruled Aquarius. We're going to be ready for revelations the time Mercury is in Aquarius. We're going to be ready for insight. We're going to be ready for mental breakthroughs. We're not going to be satisfied with being stubborn, saying such status quo. We're going to be ready to think outside the box. We're going to be ready to be more progressive and objective. We're going to be ready to be inventive and 
use our initiative. This same moon in Aquarius card, seven of swords, energy, spirit, know what it's doing. We're going to be ready to be original and, and, and unique, and we're not going to be trying to fit into no mold. We're going to be ready to step outside the box and get outside of our comfort zone and be who we came here to be, do what we got to do. We're going to be thinking, we're going to be forward thinking, and we're going to be very objective. We're not going to be really worried about hurting people's feelings when Mercury is in Aquarius. So just keep that in mind, but stay tapped into your heart. The opposite of Aquarius is Leo, so allow yourself to tap into this Leo energy. I've been talking about this whole time to balance it out. I've been talking this whole time about opposing energies and things that are opposite. And the way you bridge that is to find the balance. Don't You may find that it's not about picking one or the other, but coming back to the middle. You may find that the best way to maneuver through a tug of war, a super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse tug of war, is to be the balance. Be the patience, like this nine of wands suggests, along with, this energy of perseverance and determination. It's also a card of reflection. It's also a card of tapping into your hidden reserves. Maybe you thought that your only option was to fight or flight, and you didn't know that you could go within and do some inner peace stuff, do some of this ace of cups stuff, and be the emotional force that is necessary to bridge the gap, to bridge the polarity. So um, that's also occurring right after the eclipse. Um, additionally, we have a void moon coming up on Thursday, 4.58 a.m. Central. Uh, for eight hours and 15 minutes, the moon won't enter Virgo until 1.13 p.m. Central on that Thursday. Um, we've got a void moon for 14 hours and 40 minutes as of 1.07 a.m. Central on Saturday, and the moon won't enter Libra until Saturday afternoon, 3.47 p.m. Okay. And we do have a Mercury sextile to Mars on Saturday as well. And so that, we already have Mercury square and Uranus to start off the week. The mind is just going to be being challenged, and the way through the challenge is likely going to be to think outside the box. If you've done it this way for 20 years, this now and leading into next week is probably going to be the time you may want to switch it up. It's probably going to be the time you may want to get on about your comfort zone. I ain't going to have to apologize to them. I, I ain't talked to them in 15 years. I ain't going to start now. Okay. I bet you in the coming week you you might be inspired, encouraged, or motivated to switch that up just a bit, especially with Mercury going into Aquarius. That's going to be the general mind of all is to change, to shift, to open up, to break through, okay? And so Mercury sextile and Mars at the end of the week is definitely going to, you know, Mars is a speedy energy. So that mind will speed up. Reflex is going to speed up, okay? Mars is also courage. So you might get you might get some courage and you might not need no liquid courage to make it happen. You're going to have some inherent courage to to, to to take the initiative, to 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 have that conversation, to make that business deal, do that negotiation, okay? Be direct when you 
speak. Be honest when you speak. Say what you got to say. You know, Mars ain't, Mars stay ready to go. So you might be real, but you may not be ready now, but as you get more closer to the the end of next week, you're going to be ready. Something may happen at the full moon since this is occurring afterwards that may initially prompt you to be ready. I wasn't going to say nothing, but you know what? (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say something. This is a flirty energy. You know, you normally scared to talk to members of the opposite sex. Maybe next week it's a sex tie. You may find yourself in positions where you get an opportunity to go ahead and say what you've been trying to say and quit being, uh, they used to call it back in the day, being mealy-mouthed. Don't be mealy-mouthed. Say what you got to say. So that's that. Um, let me go ahead and mention with all additionally the main thing I want to mention with this full moon lunar eclipse astrology is the fact that there's a quincunx to Neptune, okay? So that lends itself towards spirit. Know what it's doing. This seven of swords energy is a, a real tricky, you know, I, I didn't really want to read that into it, but that kind of is coming out in the astrology that, yeah, you know, somebody may be trying, you may have to be, you once again, you take the initiative. Don't sit. We're not being passive and powerless and pitiful. Well, somebody may try to trick me and somebody may lie to me and somebody may pull the wool over my eyes. No, you be, you rely on your wits. You beat the enemy at their own game. You be alert, smart. You, be, you discover your secret weapon. You find a way to get what you want. Any obstacle, once again, is within the self. Your obstacle is not another person. Your obstacle is your mind or your mouth. That's it. So, Leo, I'm starting with you because I always start with the sign of whatever the lunation is happening in. we got 15 minutes left, and I really pray I can get through these signs. I'm not going to sit too long on any one of them, but I will say this before I start. Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, Taurus, the sign we're having a quarter moon in today, through Friday afternoon. Y'all four signs are having this lunation, this critical super blood, full moon, lunar eclipse in a critical house in your chart, a critical area of your chart. I started this broadcast out letting y'all know this is for real deal. This is not a joke and it's not a game. So I'm here to further corroborate that and emphasize that for the four of you specifically. If you have sun, moon, rising sign, Venus sign, if you're a, well, really for both of y'all, if if you're a woman, Venus sign from a personal standpoint, if you're a man, Venus sign from, uh, if, if you're a heterosexual man, Venus sign from a standpoint of what you're looking for in a woman and what you're attracted to in a woman. If you're a, uh, and so that's sun, moon, rising, and Venus. Also Mars, if Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, or Taurus is your Mars sign, if you're a man, that's from a personal standpoint that you may be interested in the horoscope for your Mars sign. As, if you're as a woman, you're going to be interested in that because your Mars sign describes your relationship with men. You might be a little interested in what the horse, what the energy is 
for this sign that's so powerful and pivotal for you as a woman and your potential partners if you're a heterosexual woman. So listen out for not just your sun sign, because if you listen out for more than that, you're going to get a, a fuller picture of where these energies that can be coming from. This is major. This is critical for y'all for specifically listen up. Leo, for you, beautifully, 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 I pulled um, the Two of Cups, and it's happening in your first house. And also, when I read the horoscope for the first sign, for the sign that the lunation is occurring in, no, I don't care what you're finding. This is for you, too. There's an aspect of this that's occurring for Leo that's occurring for you. That's why we got the Ace of Cups in the present position for everybody, and that's why the Leos got the Two of Cups, so that's for everybody, too. Leo, you the first house, that's the Ace, and then the Two of Cups came up. So this is huge. This is huge for you, Leo. Uh, make sure that you're not out here showing out at the full moon, and that you have an outlet because emotions going to be sick, people going to be ticking, make sure you're not one of them, give yourself something to do, somewhere to be where you can have fun and let your Leo stuff shine and this two of cups. You're going to be, a, if you can find yourself being contented, Leo, you're going to be attractive, you're going to be exuding success, and you're going to be exuding strength, and you're going to be garnering support to a cup. It don't have to be two people. It can be the contentment within you that draws people, situations, beautiful opportunities to you, okay? You can really see at a time like a full moon like this some real progress. Uh, this is a culmination point for everybody, so you really can see something it may just even be in your emotions that you powerfully see the beauty that can manifest and harvest when you're focused on self-love and contentment, okay? Oh, Lord, y'all got me really channeling over here. <laughs> Scorpio, you got the two of you the first one to get the two of swords, so listen up. Um, you're already a real intense sign. So for you to have the two of swords and, and, and this stalemate energy and you being admonished to face your fears, you're you're the one I was channeling a, a message for earlier when I said you may have to focus more on the balance. Instead of one or the other extreme, you're going to need to focus on seeking inner peace and seeking compromise, seeking that balance, seeking that harmony, uh, seeking the perfect balance. You're, the astrology is that you're having uh, the full moon in an area of your chart that deals specifically with karma, deals specifically with cause and effect, deals specifically with if you make if you've been making the right decisions and you're endeavoring to keep that up, you're gonna see the peace, you're gonna see the compromise manifest fully and powerfully at this full moon. If you have not, you might get clowned, you might get shamed. The area of your chart this is happening in is in the public domain, the public atmosphere. 
you might get your face cracked and have to pick it up off the floor in front of a whole bunch of people or in front of a few people that you really care what they think. So parent yourself, Scorpio, and make sure that you're evaluating whatever situation you're in in a clear and logical manner. So say it's the cards, okay? Um, Aquarius, uh, for you, you're having this lunation in your seventh house of partnerships, and the card that came up for you is more of this mental energy, and it's, it's you, the king of swords, the card of Aquarius. Now, you know you stunting <laughs> when the card that comes up is your card. So y'all got the king of swords, Aquarius, um, that, and the fact that this lunation is happening in your seventh house of partnerships and the card came up, it doesn't represent partners, it represents you. This is the part of the message I was channeling earlier when I said you're going to have to take the initiative. That's why the moon in Aquarius card is in the future position, and y'all got the Aquarius card as Aquarius. It's because you're going to be the every partner, every relationship, every uh, uh, other in your life is a divine mirror and reflection of you. So you be the king of swords. You exercise mental discipline. You speak your truth. You be sometimes the the most king of swords thing you can do is shut up. You be ethical. You use your common sense. You be analytical and use your smart. You be fair and just, and you will see that powerfully reflected in these relationships over the two-week season that is the Super Blood Full Moon Lunar Eclipse in Leo season. Taurus, y'all got the Ace of Wands, okay? And y'all have y'all are having the lunation in the final critical house. So for y'all, uh, which is the fourth house of emotional foundation here at a time when the emotions are going to be full, eclipse, eclipse. Uh, uh, pool, okay? And so, you know, what is this, Taurus? Um, I don't think y'all have any aversion to uh, 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 feeling or anything like that. So it may manifest more in on the home front. It may manifest more within the context of your family. Somebody in your family may be ticking. Something may be culminating within the family or something may be culminating emotionally stuff stuff relating to the last six months or longer that you've been trying to work through emotionally. This is your inner emotional foundation here, the base of the entire chart wheel. If you don't get this part, that's why it's a critical area. If you don't get your how you feel right, check in. Start now towards it's a quarter moon in your sign today. Check in between now every day between now and the full moon lunar eclipse. Check in with how you feel. Ask yourself. If don't nobody ask you how you feel, you ask yourself how you feel. It's that vital and important. Your success, your progress, your rewards, your karma depends on it. And if you don't check in with your heart, if you don't check in with how you feel, if you don't if you're not supporting yourself, encouraging yourself, girding your own self up, powerfully so with this ace of wands. They so want to say you're going to do it with courage. You're going to do it with confidence. If you got to start over, you're going to love it. You're going to be fired up and ready 
to start over. You're going to be fired up and ready and able, knowing that you're well able to accept whatever emotional challenge may come along. You're well able to get, garner your new lease on your emotional new lease on life and have a passionate new beginning. Starting from the root of, the gutter, the bottom of that wheel and that chart on out. You wrapping up this last six months in whatever emotional ways that you need to, whatever comes up, it's coming up so you can wrap it up. Sagittarius, how long I got left? Lord, I got four minutes to get through eight signs. Let's go. Two minutes each. Uh, uh, 30, 30 seconds each. Taurus, for you, um, you got, no, Sagittarius, I apologize. Of course, Sagittarius, you got the queen of swords, more of this mental mouth air energy, and it's in your ninth house. So in ways that you're, you may be um, wrapping up how you, I was just talking to a Sag rising today, and they are definitely wrapping up what they believe about them, their own selves. That's why it's the queen of swords because you know it's about you. Uh, that's like, ooh, Sag rising. I love y'all. Um you're wrapping up this last six months and things that you have believed about yourself, things that you have believed about others, and, and way, things that you have explored and ways that you've expanded over the last six months. You're wrapping it up on a positive note. Queen of Swords plus this Sagittarius, Nike, you're having the Sag, you're having your Sagittarius having this full moon in a Sag, your Sagittarius house with the Queen of Swords energy on it. So you need to make up in your mind to use your initiative to make a, 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 a decision towards positivity, a decision towards your higher self and your higher mind. You also are well able to rely on yourself. You don't need nobody else to make a decision towards uh, uh, being optimistic about your future and, and the way you're wrapping things up to get to this beautiful new future. You don't eat. Queen of Swords ain't sitting around feeling sorry for herself like, oh, woe is me and this didn't go right and I couldn't expand in all the ways I wanted to. And No. She's witty. She speaks out. She's doing her affirmation. She's saying what she She's professional. She's mature. She's self-disciplined. She's independent. She ain't waiting on nobody for nothing because she's experienced and well-able. She's honest. Say what you got to say. Sagittarius, Aries, you're having the full moon lunar eclipse in your fifth house, and you got the seven of wands. So yours is definitely about this Leo. It's in your Leo house. So it's about this generous, sharing, creative, open-hearted energy, and, and with the wands, passionately so. you got to be defiantly open-hearted. You're not going to let nobody turn you into a bitter Betty. You're, you're going to find a way, too. This is a card of finding a way, giving it all you got, uh, being resolved and firm and, and standing on your conviction. This is a card of being a Sayer, okay, this is the card of rejection. You're rejecting anything that's not in alignment with you living from an open heart. You're 90 seconds left. You're eliminating anything that is trying to oppose you and stand in your way of living out loud all the love that you are. Pisces, you're having a full moon. Y'all going to make me do another show tomorrow because I don't want to rush through these. So let me do Pisces. Y'all are having the full moon in your sixth house. 
Y'all got the five of swords. The sixth house is the house of Virgo. So you're definitely wrapping up things that relate to your lifestyle, things are culminating that relate to your lifestyle, your daily life, your health life, your work life, your service that you provide or services that are provided for you. You may be firing the maid. I don't know. But um, that along with the Five of Swords is definitely, the, the Five of Swords is a card of change, baby. Change is here for you in this area of your life. Um, and so this is definitely talking about you not backing down, speaking out and confronting your fears. You may be quitting a job because it's not in alignment with your higher self. I don't want to do this a disservice, um, and so I'm not going to rush through it. I'm down to about 30 seconds. What I will see, give that final analysis, Cancer, Gemini, Libra, Virgo, Capricorn. If you cannot wait until I broadcast next, um, please, 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 that's why we have information in the episode description on how to contact me. Stay connected. I love y'all. I'm coming back to finish this off. Man, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love y'all, and uh, get with us. Come meet us in Memphis for the Crystal City Mound Tour at the Spring Equinox. I love you. Get a discount code for $25 off. All right.